And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to our fifth annual Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, recommended summer reading list show. For a complete list of all the books that made our list, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, and like us there. We move on to our young adult category. There we find Julie Murphy. Julie is the author of the new book, Puddin'. Again, it was selected in our young adult category for our Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear recommended summer reading list show. It's our pleasure to welcome New York Times bestselling author Julie Murphy to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Julie. How are you? I am very well. Thank you. All right. Now, Julie, I read somewhere that you were headed back to college to pursue your master's degree. And then you decided to do this whole writing thing. Was that a scary decision for you at that time? It was pretty terrifying. Um, (laughs) I definitely have, I come from a very blue collar family. And so just the fact that I went to school and was planning on pursuing a master's degree was pretty wild and exciting in and of itself. But then the idea that I wanted to become an artist was something that neither me nor my family had ever predicted and something that definitely wasn't ever anything I thought was in the cards for me. But I had big hopes of becoming a legal librarian, which means you have to get a master's in library science and you also have to actually go to law school. So I had quite a bit of school ahead of me before I would be doing anything. All right. So it seems to have worked out for you. Now, let's talk about before we talk about the new book, let's back up and let's talk about Dumpling really quickly here. It was your second young adult novel. So when you go to write this book and the main character is this overweight young lady, was that a hard sell to the publishers initially? Um, I don't think so, Um, at at least at the time. I think that there was a time when if we saw, I use the word fat, I think it's about time that we uh, repurpose the word fat and stop using it as an insult um, and instead just as a word that's just a descriptor. So I use the word fat when I talk about myself and my characters. Um, But I think that maybe 10 years ago, there was a time when if we saw a fat character, we expected there to be some sort of lesson built around it. Like it had to be some kind of like after school issue book where the fat character lost weight in order to redeem themselves or saw the error of their ways. But that wasn't the story I wanted to tell because that wasn't my reality and it wasn't the reality of people I knew. And so when I decided to tell this story, I knew that I wanted to tell a story about a girl who um, had accepted herself and was okay with the body she lived in, and she just wanted the world to do the same. And that's really what's really behind both Dumplin' and Puddin'. And I think that at this point in time, people were ready for that and people were anxious for that because um, I think a lot of people um, had felt you know, the same sort of exhaustion that I felt, at, you know, seeing the same type of fat characters over and over again. Do you believe that's why so many people resonated um, with this book? Because, you know, it went on to become a New York Times bestseller, number one bestseller. Do you think that's why people connected so much with this book? I think so. I think it's a two-part thing. I think that people were ready to see a character like that who was unapologetic about the body that they were in. But also, I, I would like to think that you can take the word fat and replace it with absolutely anything that makes you different or makes you stand out. Mm -hmm. And so I think that this book goes beyond just people who are, you know, of different sizes. And I think it can go on to resonate with people who stand out in any kind of way, Um, or even people who don't stand out, but have this whole mentality that they do. Um, Mm -hmm. Because no matter how perfect we are, we think that there's this one thing that people are always staring at when they look at us. 
Okay, so I understand that Dumplin' will soon be turned into a major motion picture starring some really A-list actors. Now, it's rumored that it's mm-hmm. going to star some A-list actors. What can you tell us about the movie? Well, it's definitely not a rumor. Um, okay. Uh, the whole thing is done filming. It actually finished filming wow. uh, late, late last year. Um, and Dolly Parton has actually done the entire soundtrack, and the whole soundtrack is done, too. We're hoping for a release sometime later this year. Okay, so you get this call and you find out your baby, your book, <laughs> is going to be turned into a movie. So, I mean, right. how do you react to that? What did you say? Oh, my gosh. Well, it was like it was the middle of summer in Texas. And my um, I was actually sitting in my car trying to start my car because <laughs> the ignition on my on my car had jammed because like the wheel well had locked. And I was just sitting there sweating and just like praying for my car to start when I got this phone call. And I almost said ignore because I just wanted to like get out of this parking lot. Um, But, you know, thank God I picked up the phone and I had to go outside and get some air and chill out for a little while. It was exciting. And I was thrilled to see that publishers wanted this book. And that was a surprise, but it wasn't as big of a surprise as hearing that. Um, the film industry thought that it could make a viable movie. So that was huge. Okay, so let's back up. You touched on this, but this is huge as well. Dolly Parton is actually doing the entire soundtrack. What is that? How cool is that? Oh, my gosh. I honestly, like, we just, we knew that no one was saying this in any sort of phone calls or anything like that. I don't think anyone wanted to jinx us. (laughs) Um, But we had this, like, feeling that this movie couldn't happen without Dolly Parton. The main character in Dumplin' is obsessed with Dolly Parton. Yes, she is. And so we knew that we couldn't make this happen without her, whether it meant that we were, you know, accessing her backlist or in our wildest dreams that she was writing new and original music. And it turned out to be our wildest dream scenario. She wrote five or six brand new songs. She's collaborating wow. with Tons of really popular, famous female artists, Miley Cyrus and Sia, wow. are on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's turned into its own machine, you oh. know? So that's been really incredible to watch unfold. And I think that meeting Dolly Parton and getting to visit her while she was in the studio will forever be a day that I will never forget. All right. So. Awesome. Now, let's talk about the book, Puddin'. Of course, this is uh-huh. a companion to the book, um, Dumpling. Um, Let's talk about the book. Now, what made you decide to write this companion piece to Dumpling? Right. Well, it was it was really funny, actually. I I've never I've I've always been a huge fan of fantasies and like huge epic trilogies and book series. But I never felt like I could do that myself. And I don't think that I have necessarily done that. But for the first time when I finished this book, it was the first time I had that feeling that there was unfinished business and that in this world I had created, there was more story to tell. Um, So for a little while, it was really like a a wait and see game because we really had to let Dumplin' come out and see how fans responded to it and see if it was something that was going to be a viable option for me for another book. Um, But it was one of those things where I was just like, hoping and praying and had all my fingers and toes crossed because this whole time that like I was touring for Dumplin', like I was just like constantly working on this book in my head, mapping out who the characters might be, what their plot might be um, Mm. and how they might develop. And so I got really, really lucky in that um, I had some really wonderful readers and readers who were really excited to see more from this universe. 
um, especially from one of the characters from Puddin in particular, who is Millie, and she is the other fat girl from Puddin. She's kind of the other side of the coin. And in case you're just tuning in, we're talking to New York Times number one best-selling author Julie Murphy. The title of her book is Puddin. Puddin is one of the books that we selected for our fifth annual Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear recommended summer reading list for a complete list of all the books that we selected this year visit our facebook page sunday morning magazine with rodney lear on facebook head there now like us there now and you can actually join the conversation there as well now julie tell us about the plot in the new book puddin yeah so puddin follows um, millie who is like i said the other fat girl in dumplin and it also follows the story of callie who's sort of like the stereotypical mean girl from Dumplin. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to show how she's got a little bit more dimension and how there's a little bit more to her than what we see on the surface. Um, but more than that, I wanted to show how these girls' lives would intersect and how they had a, quite a lot to learn from each other. As a teenager, my most intense relationships were with my friends, especially my girlfriends. Um, of course, there were romantic relationships that would come and go. But at the end of the day, the things that truly formed me as a person uh, were those relationships with my girlfriends. And for me, meeting my best friend and building that connection with her was like truly the first time I can remember falling in love. Like it's the closest thing I can compare falling in love with my spouse is meeting and falling for my best friend and how that felt and how exhilarating that was. And so these girls have a lot to learn from each other because Callie, this sort of, you know, quintessential mean girl, is pretty rude and fat phobic and really good at judging people just based on their looks. And, you know, Millie, this other fat girl, is a little too trusting and really idealistic. And so they've got a lot to learn from each other. But more than anything, I wanted to illustrate how incredible that relationship of two friends meeting and really um, bonding for the first time could be. So I want to go back and talk more about body image since it seems to be at the core of both books. In terms of body image and young people, teens today, your core audience, today with social media, what are you hearing? What do you think? Are body image issues having a bigger impact on teens today? Does social media make things worse for young people who are already struggling with body image issues? I, I don't think that social media makes anything worse necessarily for teens, but I think it puts it in a new light. And I think for us as adults, it's hard for us to um, understand how teens can deal with all kinds of various issues because social media is just a whole thing, like a whole level of intensity that didn't even exist for us. So it's difficult, but I think it's different. But as far as body image goes, I think that our culture is primed for this right now. Teens want to love who they are, and they want to love who they're going to love. The teens that I travel and go speak with are more well-equipped to talk about their own bodies, their own sexuality, politics, than I ever was at that age. And so I think it's, you know, part of it is that we're living in this changing world, but also another part of it is that social media has made these issues so much more accessible for teenagers definitely a two-edged sword right there's definitely you know space for teenagers to be bullied and for all of the awful issues that they have to deal with in their everyday life to be dragged onto the internet but at the same time the internet's done this great thing where it's brought people together who might not have found each other in other in other spaces and i think it's also started this movement that if you just get on instagram like you just search hashtag body positivity 
or, um, you know, all these different, like, hashtags that celebrate people and the bodies that they have, you're going to find that um, things aren't what they were 15 years ago. So I think that now is, you know, the time, if not ever, you know. Well, we're running out of time this morning. Uh, Before we go, let's do a little Julie Murphy, true or false. I'll read you a fun fact about yourself. You can tell me if it's true or false. You ready? Okay. All right, Uh here we go. Now, you are a super fan girl who admits stalking drag queens on Instagram. Is that true or false? (laughs) Very true. All right. (laughs) Before writing, you are a wedding dress consultant, a very bad barista, and a librarian. True or false? Very true, and I was only successful at one of them. Thankfully, it was librarianship. (laughs) All right, good. Like Willow Dean, next question. Like Willow Dean, the main character in Dumpling, you are a lifelong Dolly Parton fan and have seen her in concert 18 times. True or false? Well, it's partially false. Sadly, <laughs> I've only seen Dolly Parton in concert once, but All right. I would like for 18 to be my end goal. <laughs> All right, good. So you're working on it, right? You're one into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There we go. All right, next question. You have a tattoo from your favorite book, Where the Wild Things Are, somewhere on your body. True or false? Very true. You were an extra in the movie Selena starring Jennifer Lopez. Is that true or false? That is true. That is true. That's funny. Yeah, I lived in, um, I'm originally from Connecticut, but as a child I moved to San Antonio. And I was there, actually, we moved there soon after Selena died. So we were there when they were filming um, a few scenes in San Antonio, really, really big concert scenes. So we got to be extras in those in those concert scenes. It was pretty incredible. Right. And I got to be an extra in the Dumplin' movie, too. So oh. two for two. All right. Look at you. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Julie Murphy, they would like to find out more about the book, the upcoming movie. How can they find out more? Sure. They can visit me at juliemurphywrites.com. Um, Another great place to find me is on my Twitter and my Instagram, and you can find both those links on my website. Thank you so much. I really loved, um, enjoy reading Dumpling and Pudding. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank you so much, Rodney. Again, we've been speaking to New York Times bestselling author Julie Murphy. The title of the book is Pudding. Again, it's our fifth annual Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear recommended summer reading list. For a complete list of all the books that we selected this morning, head to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now. You can actually join the conversation there as well stick around we'll be back with more sunday morning magazine in a moment